Hi, everyone, and welcome to uh, our podcast again today. This is episode 41, and uh, we are live uh, today again, and, and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, my name is Lee, and I'm one of the pastors here at Heights, and at Heights, our mission is to love and to lead all people uh, to a new life with Christ. And so what we do on our podcast, if this is one of your first times joining us, is we talk about matters of faith and culture and the church. And, and just does, this is designed to help you take really your next step of faith, no matter what that is. We want to see you uh, continue to grow in the Lord and, and maybe even come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And so if this is your first time, you can find us on the YouTube page and under the podcast playlist, go back and listen to uh, previous episodes that we've done 40 of them now. And here we are at episode 41. And, and so uh, join today with Pastor Matt Hogan, who is uh, our worship and media pastor. And so good to have you again, Matt, for episode 41. Episode 41, it's that's exciting. not bad. Yeah, most podcasts don't make it past 10. That's so, a, yeah, so, we're, so we're doing good. So we're doing good. We're plugging along. And um, this today we want to talk about multiply the mission. We've got something special coming up, but we know that in the life of a church, December is always a fun time. It's a great time. Uh, we're celebrating Jesus and, you know, his birth and just kind of walk us through some of the things happening at Heights coming up in December. Well, uh, sure, absolutely. So uh, big, we've got a big choir event coming up. Uh, and this year it is called Christmas Songs at Heights, and that's mm -hmm. going to be on December the 12th at 5 p.m. Uh, There's going to be just some, some great music. We've got orchestra coming in. It's going to be fantastic. Um, we've got a Christmas Eve service where we're going to do candlelight. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to do that on Christmas Eve, which is December the 21st, or 24th, 24th obviously, yeah. um, at a, at, again at 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. um, and then we're going to have um, a special schedule for Boxing Day. Right. Okay. Which is the day after Christmas. <laughs> so the day after Christmas is a Sunday. Right. And uh, we're going to have just one service that Sunday. So yes. typically when we meet in person at Heights, we do 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. That particular Sunday, we're going to do just 10.30. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to have life groups that Sunday, just just worship. Just worship. And then our, our kids' ministry will be uh, babies through pre-K right. on the 26th. And so we're just hoping families can come on the 26th, worship. Uh, together, I think that'll be a, a fun kind of post-Christmas, you know, worship time, you know, to, to get together and do that. So big plans in December. We'd love for you to join us uh, in person on that for the 26th at just 1030, 24th at 5 for special Christmas Eve service. We'll have candles. We always have to have candles and silent night at the end. Uh, the traditionalist in me has to uh, love that part. And then, uh, of course, December 12th coming up with... Um, Christmas song at Heights and, you know, snacks and refreshments also. Absolutely. For those that, that need your cookies that evening. That's but, right. But that'll be good. That's, that's always a good time. Y'all do a great job with the choir and the orchestra and just nice special nights singing and celebrating the Lord. So, you yeah. Know, and, and this is kind of an exciting time for us because uh, at, at Christmas time 2020, uh, we had the dress rehearsal for right. uh, this 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 event where we're actually going to do a lot of the same music that we were planning to do back in 2020. And then um, a lot of our people got sick. Right. And so we closed down the church for a couple of weeks and had yeah. to cancel. It was so it's really it's this is this is an event that's really been almost two years in the making. <laughs> two years so, in the making. Christmas yeah. song and nights, December 12th. Mm -hmm. And then we've also got a special um, offering coming up uh, called Multiply the Mission. Multiply and, the Mission. And that's uh, a week long offering. 
And what that is, is December 5th, so the week of December 5th, and December 5th is a Sunday, everything that is given that week, um, so whether you mail it in, you give it online, you give it in person, you drop it off at the, you know, the office during the week, everything that's given to the general fund during the week of December 5th, uh, our congregation has decided to give that all to mission work. And uh, I mean, it's, it's a huge step for our church. It's a sacrifice because essentially we're saying we're not keeping a week of, of offering, you right. know. And so even though we have a 52-week budget, we're really now saying we, we have 51 weeks <laughs> of giving we're keeping. And, and, um, and, and I'm just so excited about that because it's a, it's a great step of faith for us to take. And, um, you know, and, and so it's, it's just exciting to me to see the people of God step up. And last Sunday they approved that plan. Uh, that was put forth by our finance team and our staff and our missions team and our deacons. Uh, and I'm just, I'm excited to see that happen. So before we talk about how that works and where all that money's going, let's just kind of take a moment and say, why? Why in the world would we, would we do this as a church to say, you know what, during the week of December 5th, we're giving it all away. Like, we're not going to keep any for ourselves. Just, you know, why? why? Why would we do that? Well, I mean, the easy answer is because people need Jesus. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and, and at the end of Matthew's gospel, Jesus says, go and make disciples of all nations. Right. And, and then he lays out sort of some concentric circles. And he says, I want you to go to all of Jerusalem and Judea, yeah. which would be sort of the, the area in which they were living at the time. Or all of Jerusalem, then go to all of Judea and Samaria. That'd be sort of like their region. And then even to the ends of the earth. Mm -hmm. And so this is a way for us as a church um, to be obedient to that great commission to say that like we're going to take a, an additional step of faith you know during during the year um, at heights uh, a percentage of everything that's given to our general budget already goes to support uh, missions on the local level the kind of the the association level that would be more mo mostly our county right and then the state you know we we also support state convention and we support um, the, you know, the, na the national convention, mm -hmm. which, you know, supports, uh, church planting in North America and right. church planting overseas. But we're saying over and above the, the percentage that we give to these ministries, we're going to take one step further and everything that comes in that first week of December is going to go to, um, to support missions. Missions. Um, yeah. and, and, and that's what it is. It's an opportunity for us to be obedient to the Great Commission, and to support those ministries both locally in our own backyard, that right. would be our uh, Jerusalem, yeah. you know, and then also support, you know, uh, North American uh, church planning and, mm -hmm. and mission work, that would be like our Judea and Samaria, yeah. and then also international Inter missions, which yeah. goes to the ends of the earth. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's, so if you're just joining us, want to say welcome. Um, we are, are live today and talk about Multiply the Mission Week which is the week of December 5th. And so uh, we're looking at the why we would do that. And, you know, and so that's good. We tie that into the Great Commission. But I, I think you see, like, you know, missions doesn't just start in the New Testament. You know, God is a missional God, and we trace that all throughout Scripture. I mean, we can back this even up into Genesis chapter 3, where God says, hey, I'm going to be on mission here. I'm sending one day a Messiah to come, a Savior, and then even choosing the nation of Israel. You know, God says, look, I'm choosing you as a nation because your job as a nation of Israel is to glorify me. You know, and to, to point other people to me. Right, and to point people to me. And, you know, so the Psalms, there's so many Psalms that are, are full of, of missions. Uh, you know, Psalm 67, 
you know, God bless us so we may bless others, so the nations may be glad uh, in you. And of course, people can't be glad and worship God apart from Jesus. And so we are truth tellers of saying, no, you need Christ to come into your life to save you, to redeem you, to help you now worship. And so sometimes I think we just think missions like, you know, New Testament, Book of Acts. But I mean, it's, it's rooted within the Old Testament. This is a God that throughout the foundation of, before the foundation of the world, made a plan to redeem us. <laughs> and so that's one of the things I'm excited about uh, coming into this Multiply the Mission Week is as a congregation, we're choosing, like you said, to go above and beyond what we already do in that you know, yearly support and say, hey, let's, let's take another step. Let's take a, a sacrificial step mm-hmm. um, and, and let's just ask God to multiply out you know, what's already being done for, for his glory. I mean, I think that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited about that. So. I, I think it's that, that, that word multiply, I think is, is, is kind of interesting because it, it reminds you that um, the, the ability of the gospel to spread. Right. Um, if you are a believer, you know, and you tell one other, one other person about Jesus, yeah. you know, and then maybe that person tells one other person about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, then you've got then you've got three. Yeah. But if you're a believer in Jesus, and you can reach two people for Christ, right? And those people can reach two people for Christ. Yeah. It doesn't take long before the gospel is just changing lives in in a, in a way that like we can barely fathom or barely, or barely count. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so when we can take when we can take the word of God, when we can take the good news about Jesus and put it on blast, yeah. you know, so that the whole world can hear and or any steps that we can do uh, to communicate that good news, whether it's be in our own backyard yeah. or across the world. Right. You know, that's, you know, that, that, that's a good thing. Yeah. And to stop and think about it, just to build off that point is this all started with, you know, 12 guys. <laughs> And then 120 right before Pentecost are in the room praying and, you know, the Holy Spirit comes and you go from, you know, a handful, 12. Well, yeah, let's see, minus Judas, 11. Yeah, they had added the 12th at that point before Pentecost. And so you got 12, then you go to about 120, then you go about 3,000. And then here we sit today and you got millions upon millions of Christians all around the world because it just, it started with a few who are obedient to a call. And like you said, it, it multiplied, it multiplied out. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm praying for our church and, and for others that may be watching this just to get a heartbeat of this. This is God's heartbeat to see the gospel multiplying out uh, for more people to, to honor and worship his name. So, so we've talked, we've talked a little bit about the, about, about the what, and we, or, and we've talked about the why. Right. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the how of how Multiply the Mission is going to work. Now, I know the very first question I asked you when we started talking about this was, can we afford to do this as a sure. church? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm over 40 now. <laughs> okay. So I've got my, I've got my dad brain on, right? right? right. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking about budgets and spreadsheets yeah. and like, can we do this? And, yeah. and so, and so the very, and I'm sure I'm not the only person that's asked you that. No, no I mean, yeah. I mean, when I, when I brought this to the finance team, back in May. I mean, this has been an idea that we've been praying on and stewing on and working through several leadership groups within our church. Um, I told him, I said, you know, I've been praying about this and, and don't say no right off the bat. (laughs) You know, I got some funny looks because that is, that is the first question. Like, can we afford this? Can I afford this? Can the church afford this? Um, And that's not a bad question. 
I mean, it's, it's really not. You yeah, know? We, we want to be good stewards. Yeah, you want to be good stewards. It's not, a, it's not a wrong question. It's not a bad question. I mean, when you think about Jesus right before he feeds the 5,000, you know, one of the gospel accounts, he's like, hey, you know, these people need something to eat. You guys do it. And one of the disciples who's the bean counter is like, hey, Jesus, I added it all up. We pulled our money. We don't have enough money. And then, you know, Andrew comes along. He's like, hey, here's this kid with two sardines and a couple crackers. And Jesus like, that's good enough. I got it from here. You know what I mean? So it's not a wrong question. But what, what God put on my heart is, a, I think, a better question. And it's how can we not afford to do this? Mm-hmm. You know, when you have 1.7 billion people in our world who have never heard the name of Jesus, you have 20 million people here in the state of Texas that are lost. 65% of people in a five-mile radius of our church have little to no church involvement. How can we not just look around and go, you know what, we're pretty blessed people here. Mm-hmm. And this may cause us to have to tighten our belts a little more in some areas. Okay. But how can we not afford to do it, you know? And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, we've, we've kind of looked at that. But I think that's where we've landed, hopefully, as a church, is, is how can we not afford to, to make that sacrifice in that step? Gotcha. Um, for a lot of us that, that give regularly mm-hmm. to the church, some of us like like the, the, the first Sunday of the month might be the month where we give. And that might be the only um, week out of the four that we right. give typically. Yeah. So like what would you encourage for somebody who says, well, I, I typically tithe once a month on the first Sunday or we have other uh, very faithful members of our congregation who might give an annual gift. Right. And then I say, well, every first Sunday in December, I give an annual, annual. gift. How, what would you encourage those people? How, how do you handle things like that? Sure. I've been uh, encouraging folks just first seek the Lord, uh-huh. you know, what, what the Lord's calling you to do in this. Um, you know, throughout the rest of the month of December, we'll continue to take the Lottie Moon Christmas offering, mm-hmm. uh, which that 100% of that goes to our international missionaries. Um, and so I, I've just asked people, look, just, just pray about what God's going to put on your heart here. Um, one of the, when we, we talked about this on one of the first Sundays, I had a person come up to me right after the 9 a.m. service. And I, I just thought this was a beautiful response. And she said, listen, uh, I'm, on a, I'm on a fixed income. And I, don't, I, I tithe once a month. And I tithe the second week of the month. That's just the way the cash flow works. Mm-hmm. But she said, I want to participate in that first week. And, you know, she said, I, I usually have about $100, $200 left over my budget each month. So I'm going to give that extra that first week. Mm-hmm. And then my tithe the second week. And I thought, awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's what God put on her heart. And that's what we're asking people. Just what is God putting on your heart here? So maybe it is somebody who says, you know, I, and I've talked to some of those, like I, I tithe one, one time a year, um, but I, I'm going to do something extra on that day. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and, and, and I've thought about it this way too, is maybe going to your family and saying, you know, look, let's, let's buy one less Christmas present mm-hmm. this year for each other. I mean, do we really need another shirt do we and, and maybe taking that and, and putting that toward Lottie Moon or putting that toward you know multiply the mission uh, maybe you go to somebody and say listen I know you're planning on buying me something but how about instead of buying me that that gift you know write a check to Heights Baptist Church for multiply the mission or Lottie Moon and just you know that that's my gift this year is you you donate in my name to that I mean so just to maybe creatively think of some ways to support that way. Um, you know, our youth group is, and our children's ministry have goals through this too. So we're trying to get the youth and the kids involved. And uh, so just to kind of step up and say, God, what do you, what do you want us to do? I think that's the main question we've got to ask ourselves in giving. That's what we're asking ourselves as a family is, is how do we participate in that? You know, because 
we tithe twice a month, but it's usually second and fourth Got it. <laughs> you know, for us. So. so you'd be one of those families that would be in the position where you may be making a special gift right. on, the first, uh, on that first Sunday that's maybe over and above. Yeah. Or, you're, or, or you're choosing to sacrifice in right. another area yeah. so you can do that. So you can give the gift of sure. God's word yeah. to somebody. Right. And, and maybe that's somebody that's going to be impacted by Texas Port Ministry. Right. Maybe that's somebody who's going to be impacted by Meals on Wheels. Maybe that's somebody who's going to be impacted in a, in a country far, far away, right. in a closed country that yeah. has no access to the gospel. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, and, and really the heartbeat I want people to get out of this, whether it's the Lottie Moon Christmas offering, you know, whether it's multiply the mission gift they're going to make is there's no wrong answer to how you do this if you're just doing what God calls you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your tithe is your regular giving that should already be happening. Right. You know, and, and we're just asking you here, just pray, see what the Lord puts on your heart and do that, mm-hmm. you know, and do that as, a, as an offering. And, and there's blessings that come, you know, with that. So sit down, have a conversation with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Take a look at your budget, right, and then spend some time in prayer, yeah, and and, and follow the leading of yeah. the Holy Spirit, yeah. Which which really is is the model for giving that Paul gives us in Second Corinthians, right? He says, you know, we give to each one as you yeah. know, as, as kind of has been instructed by the Spirit, as as each one is able, right, right. You know, and yeah. that's how yeah, we, as so each one is able, you know, yeah. so, and and you know, the the Lord the Lord loves a cheerful giver, right. You know, so this is about. Um, we want, we want to be responsible. We yeah. want to be responsible as families. We want to be responsible as, as, as churches, but you know, what, what's the Lord calling us to do yeah. um, over and above what's the Lord causing it, calling us to do in this season. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I'm excited about that. Cause if you're just joining us, we want to welcome you. I know uh, we're, we're going to wrap up here in a few moments, but stick with us. We've been talking about multiply the mission, uh, which is coming December 5th. It's the week of December 5th that anything that is given during the week of December 5th to our general budget fund, we are giving away. So we're not keeping any money that week, December 5th. Now, designated money will still go to the designated accounts, but anything to the general fund. And the other thing I love about this, we didn't touch about, I'm going to explain a little more of why, but uh, how this works. But let me go back to a little bit of the why. Um, Another thing that I love about the why of this that we talked about in, in some of our groups is a lot of times people think church is all about their money. Right. Like church just wants our money. Church just wants our money. Church, No, we don't want your money. <laughs> God doesn't need our money. It's already his. Like we, we fail to forget like everything we have already belongs to him. And I think this is an awesome opportunity for us to church, you know, as a church to go, look, if you think we're about your money, we're not. You know what we're going to do? We're giving it away. <laughs> like We're not yeah. keeping it right now. We're giving it all away. And, and we're giving it to something bigger than ourselves, greater than ourselves, to a Lord who has a heartbeat for people to come to know him. You know, And, and so the way that's going to work on December the 5th and that week is uh, if you give during the week of December 5th to our general fund, uh, 25% of that is going to go to the International Mission Board, uh, that that through the Southern Baptist Convention that that helps do our does our international work. Twenty five percent is going to go to the North American Mission Board that works on church plants, church revitalizations, disaster relief uh, throughout North America, and then fifty percent is going to stay local, and that's going to go to organizations like Way of Life Church, uh, Resonate Church, uh, Alvin Mills on Wheels, Pregnancy Center in uh, Friendswood. Um, the Texas Port Ministry, and then I had it in my head, and I forget the sixth one. I did this the other day in the business meeting as well. 
Do you remember? Off the top of my head? Oh, man. This is, what I, this is what's hard about being live. <laughs> There's one more that I'm forgetting um, right now. So let me, let me name them again, and maybe I'll get them. Alvin Mills on Wheels, uh, Way of Life Church, Resonate Church, Texas Port Ministry, um, and now, now Center for Pregnancy. Center for Pregnancy. And oh, Southeast Texas Disaster Relief. Oh, okay. There it is. Yeah. No offense to them at all. I'm just, you know, right. hey, I'm almost it's 40. Life. It's life. I'm almost 44. I'm live on camera and it's lunchtime. So, you know, <laughs> blood sugar <laughs> levels dropping. But all the 50% of that's going to stay right here local. And I think what's awesome about that, that I really love in talking to some of those organizations, that we, we already support them within the budget. Right. You know, but this could be like a three to four thousand dollar boost for each one of those local things, you know, and maybe more. I don't know. I'm just pulling numbers out of my hat, you know, but man, that what a blessing to some of those local organizations that can probably really use it at the end of a year to, to be able to go, hey, you know, it's been our honor and privilege to support you throughout the year. But man, here's another five grand like at the end of the year. And I, I'm, I'm excited it's about that. It's almost like a Christmas bonus. Yeah, yeah. In, in a sense. <laughs> in a sense, yeah. So, so you know, I'm excited and, and about I think, that. And I think I would think about, you know, what you, what you said a minute ago about um, the idea that, that there's an idea out there um, that, you know, that churches are after your money. And of right. course, and if you're old enough, you remember kind of those, you remember those decades of like the 80s where you had like the, the televangelist right. and then you had some, you had some corruption and sketchy stuff going on behind the scenes. And so like there's some folks, some parts of the church that have kind of given churches a bad name when it comes to money. Uh, the, the, the most valuable, um, the most valuable advice I ever got about thinking about the whole idea of giving comes from Dave Ramsey. Mm -hmm. um, and when he, and when he said, don't think of giving as something you have to do. Think of it as something that you get to do. Yep. That's you know? good. When God gave us the greatest gift of all, which is Jesus. Yeah. You know, and then as as followers of Jesus, as Christians, yeah. our goal is to be more and more like Christ, mm -hmm. who gave everything for us. Yeah. And so so every time we have an opportunity to give, it's a way for us to be a little more like Jesus. Yeah. You know, and we're not we're not going to a cross for somebody. We're not gonna, you know, lay down our life for somebody. But like you said, you know, we might be able to do one less present, we might be able to tighten our belt, we might have a little bit of discretionary you know, income in our budget and say for, for the month of December, we're going to, we're going to put it here. Right. And when we take those opportunities uh, to, to be a little more like Christ, yeah. you know, and that's, and that's a benefit for us. And it's a benefit for the person who receives that gift. Sure. Yeah, no, it's, that's awesome. That's a good point to end on. So I want to thank you for uh, joining us today. And uh, next week, we're going to be back uh, with a special Thanksgiving episode, uh, because Thanksgiving's uh, right around the corner. And Maybe we'll debate stuffing, dressing, I don't know. <laughs> but we'll look at how to be a thankful person and sometimes a, a hard time. You know, things are, are hard right now uh, culturally. Maybe you're going through some hard times in your own life, but we'll, we'll examine next time we're together on our podcast of, of how we can still be a, a people that thank the Lord and, and are thankful people. And so I want to thank you for joining us today. And I want to encourage you, if you are in our area, to come to one of our worship services in person. Uh, we meet Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Uh, if you're not able to join us in person right now, you can find us here on our Facebook page 
and our Heights Baptist YouTube page at 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. as well. Uh, while you're here on Facebook, make sure you click like on our page. Hop over to YouTube and click subscribe, and that way you can go back and look at all the other podcast episodes, uh, find other digital resources that we have for you, and it keeps you updated on all the new content that we come out with. And so until we see each other again next time, I hope that you have a wonderful week, and God bless.